What's up, guys? I know that I don't normally uh, introduce our podcast, but this is a special Get Wrecked episode uh, featuring me and Jared, my lovely guest uh, this Hi. cold California evening. Uh, we cold, are taking... <laughs> okay, well, cold for us. Maybe not for uh, other people, but we are taking a look at two farming sim games. To give a premise of what Get Wrecked is, unless in case, in case this is your first episode, uh, it is two people who talk about games that they've both played, but the other person hasn't. Uh, that person then goes and plays that game and uh, hopefully has a wonderful, magical time uh, <laughs> or not, depending or on uh, what, or a terrible time, uh, depending on what the game is. We uh, the theme of this episode, as I said, is yes. Farming Sims, uh, and the two games are Slime Rancher, which is a game I had played previously, and a game that is uh, of, of my top all-time favorite games, and uh, Stardew Valley, which is a game that I have seen around, but uh, never got around to playing and got to experience for the first time, uh, which Jared assigned yeah. to me. Uh, through this podcast, yes, we're going to talk about the narratives, which there aren't many in uh, Farming Sims, so that'll be a short <laughs> conversation, but the gameplay, mechanics, music, all of the different aspects. So let's jump into it. All that, all, all, all of that jazz. Yeah, what we were doing too is with these uh, episodes specifically with the one, because what we're doing is with these ones with just us from Play Along Pod, we are doing it to celebrate our one year here at play along podcast usually we have a get wrecked episode that goes up once a month but the month of february we're having one go up every week so last week was with ben and i and we talked about sanic games we talked about sonic the hedgehog 2 and sonic adventure 2 battle i thought you said santa games and i was like that is a very <laughs> limiting uh yeah ben and i have a really big uh love for the holiday santa games so we dived into that no 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 it's sonic games and we decided to have like some kind of theme for each one of those episodes Farming Sims is a uh, genre of game that I would say I have very little knowledge of, and I know Kai absolutely loves. So I was like, let's have that be a uh, theme here. The one, the only one that I had literally played was Stardew Valley, and that's one that he hasn't. So I was like, fuck it. It's absolutely perfect. Um, but where did it start? I'm, I'm curious. I want to know where the, the farming, farm sim love and addiction started because... It wasn't with Slime Rancher. Uh, well, no, it wasn't with Slime Rancher. I, I don't know if specifically Farmville was the first. Like, I'm sure that I played Flash games that were farming sims that I also enjoyed. Oh, yeah. um, but Farmville was probably the first game where I, like, repeatedly played it. And Farmville was one of those games, especially in the farming sim category, where you had to go yeah. back every day and, like, do maintenance. And yeah. uh, I don't know. I just got really into doing that when I was, like, I don't know, like 11 or 12 years old. Uh, you go back every day. Uh, I would play Farmville on my second generation iPod Touch, which, uh, you know, nice. best peak of uh, game play <laughs> devices. Um, but I don't know. I, I've always liked games like that, games where you like build a system and then that system keeps growing and growing and growing and builds it. It's almost like, you know, like you could, you could describe it as like a farm you know, something is produced uh, in some way, you know, but no, yeah. uh, that, that was my first kind of foray into the uh, the farming sim realm. Uh, do, you have any, do you have any experience <laughs> with the farming sims before having to play Slime Rancher? And I guess other than Stardew Valley? 
um yeah a little, i think i was i was the same as you you know i also played farmville i think everybody played farmville when it was out i mean it was yeah. just kind of it, it, it was a really hot thing for a moment and then kind of just like died away and now there's like a cult of people that still like hold on to their pigs that have been like living for the past 20 years um but yeah with the way facebook's going you know it's it's only exactly. a matter of time before Farmville is Farmville VR in the metaverse, and we're all just like actual oh, laboring yeah. potato farms in VR, <laughs> which is what they want. That's what they want from us. They want modern day slavery, which we won't give them. Um, no. no, yeah, I think that that's probably around where I started with those. My issue, and I, and I had come to this realization in playing Stardew and in play oh, a little less with Stardew, but definitely playing Slime Rancher is that like that first hump that like first hour or so is where I struggle. And I think all the ones that I've played in the past, I haven't got over that hump, but once I get the systems down, that's when I like, I'll start getting to a rhythm, but that's the, that's the part. It's like once I don't have to do the farming part and there's automated systems for me to do that, that's when I, that's when I start to enjoy the game. But yeah, I think that, I think Farmville was kind of the first, iteration into that where you're kind of spending days going back doing some tasks on that day going to sleep coming back the next day doing a couple tasks and having that kind of rinse and repeat mentality that very much kind of daily tasks check check off list kind of mentality too yeah I think that farming sims can especially be grindy in that first kind of play period, whether it's an hour or whether it's five hours. I mean, depends on the game. I think the best farming sims, at least for me, uh, kind of circumvent that with having some form of, you know, exploratory period early on where it's less about building the system and more about understanding the environment. The world. Yeah. The world Uh, and the environment. And like to to jump into, you know, uh, to Stardew and kind of talking about the game, I don't feel it does that well uh, because it's mm. so it's it's such a built environment. And like usually the farming sim games that I'm used to playing, like stuff like Astroneer or things like um, what is No Man's Sky or other things yeah. kind of in the same vein where it's like you're presented or even Slime Rancher in a sense where you're, you're presented a unexplored area territory planet environment and the interest of the first part of the game is introducing you to your reality but it's also like go and just like figure stuff yeah. like yeah, yeah yeah you're here whereas stardew starts in a town that's already functioning and like for me yeah. a lot of the appeal of these games is getting to build something that is uniquely mine and where you you get to build your farm in Stardew, like the town itself, you don't get to build, um, mm. which is I think a missed opportunity. Like, like getting there eventually is fine, and having everyone like come to the town over a period, like that's that's also kind of part of it. Which is kind of like sim games in a sense, like simulation games yeah. where you're like building a town, you're the one in charge of like plotting it out, planning it. Which is a lot of how um, to go back to Farmville. Farmville is. Um, you can right, build a right. town, you can add more, it gets more complex as you go along. Uh, whereas, you know, Stardew, I felt kind of already boxed in uh, where where there wasn't a lot to initially be like, oh, th- this is going to change and grow and be different. 
yeah. and maybe like super late game it does but at least in the first two years uh which is what i played through uh it just you know it never i never felt like it was really something that i could change or have an, like an impact on yeah i mean with stardew as well one of the things that like i think that hooked me is at least more of a straightforward semblance of a narrative i mean the story to stardew is that i think how a lot of these start where you're like oh you're inheriting your grandfather's <laughs> farm he has passed away yeah. and now you are the sole owner of his farm and a lot of the times that's usually where the narrative ends that's like maybe you get a couple things here and there that kind of build off of that and like give you more context to the environment and like what happened when he was living here. But the difference with, with this is now you're exploring this town that is already established. Like you said, you're the mm -hmm. new person, you're building relationships with people and you're making connections with individuals. And that's kind of where for me, that's why I hooked onto this game specifically too, is I liked the relationship part of it. I liked kind of the dungeon crawling part of it. I liked, I liked that in that hump where I usually fall off, it wasn't just farming. I had dungeon crawling and I had relationship building. And those two things helped me get over that first hump of feeling like the whole grindy part of it and helped me kind of get through those processes as well. But I mean, I, other than that, Stardew kind of peels its story back as you go through. I mean, I don't know if there's an ending to Stardew. I mean, I think I was the same as you. I got like a couple years into Stardew and I think more and more you just build stronger relationships with people. And it's like, surface level stuff i think you can marry people as well but i don't think you have any kind of existential conversations with them other than kind of like normal kind of talk about the town and menial conversations and everything yeah and i mean i don't know how we how we want to kind of start or what section we want to start with but i think we can kind of start with just the general interactions of the games i know that's yeah. hard to do for slime rancher since slime rancher is a uh, very lonely game which is actually something I really yeah. enjoy about it. And we, we can talk about that. But with Stardew, the, the dialogue is always very pointless. Like, like <laughs> I, there's nothing, there's nothing that I've talked like that happens in that game. That's outside of like plot. Cause like, obviously there's things that you, you talk to the mayor and he's like, Oh, this yeah. building is abandoned. And it's like, okay, that's yeah. just expositional dialogue. But there's something that you talk to anyone about that's like, oh, this is a meaningful conversation. And even like building relationships with people is done through like gift giving which yeah, you like you learn people's likes and dislikes. And then you have like a journal you keep and you're like, oh, okay, this person likes this kind of berry during this season. I'm going to give them that, that builds relationships. And it's like that I've never been interested in relationship building in games. So that's hard for me already. Like I don't care <laughs> about that stuff. It, it's not interesting in the way that I play games um, unless it's like a clear narrative that I'm playing through. And I want to like die. Yeah. Like I guess surface level relationship building, I don't care about. Because, like, the interesting thing about relationships is the complexity of it and, like, figuring yeah. out, like, oh, what are these people's faults and how do they complement or, you know, detract each other in some way where it doesn't work out. And in Stardew, it's just kind of like, oh, people like to feel, like, you know, like, love. Like, they just want, like, little crushes and that's fun. And, like, yeah, sure, like, of course. But there, there's not there's not much when you get under the surface. Yeah, well, that's what I was going to say, too. I was like, a lot of these and a lot of what, like, and this happens with kind of like Animal Crossing and stuff too. A lot of people want like easy relationships in their life. Like people, like in real world, obviously you have to like 
there's more depth to relationships. And in this game, you can give someone a gift and they're loving you forever. And you're like, this is great. I can put in little effort and I can have you good connections. You gave me a strawberry. Now we're in love. And you're like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And people are like, yeah, I like that. And I can hook on to that. I will say, I mean, I do like the kind of relationship building in games. And this one is a little more surface level than than others. But like I said, I think that it is enough there to hook me through uh the game as well especially because this one too unless you're kind of aware of the systems or i mean the cool thing with stardew is that it's multiplayer so if you have two three people in there you can divide and conquer tasks but uh it's a little slow like finding money and getting your like crops going and getting through the first couple seasons and everything is kind of a grind in the beginning I, I yeah i mean i was even surprised and like i don't mind that stuff like i like the working up to something as long as is there some form of supplement of interest right like no one just wants a grindy experience for the sake of grinding like there has to be at least something interesting enough going on to hold my like i don't mind games that are like it's not going to be easy at first like you have to work yeah. for it and that's kind yeah, of the yeah. appeal of a lot of farming sims is it's like we're going to give you the base materials you want and from there you can kind of just like do whatever you want like that's the success of minecraft right is it's like minecraft allows players to play in any play style they want if you want to be someone who's like i'm going to create these big mechanisms that will like auto farm stuff for me like that's there for you to do if you want to create fucking computers inside of minecraft you can do that if you want to be someone who just goes off and explores and dungeon crawls that's there for you too which is kind of the same Mm -hmm. setup as stardew but stardew is just much more constricted it's like and and the playstyle you choose is very reliant on still participating in the other aspects of the game. Like, I really like the farming aspect of games like this, but I can't just farm because of how the game functions. And right. because there's an entire season, which is winter, where nothing grows. And so it's like, to get anywhere and to get the tools I need to be able to clear my farm or to be able to do get farther in the game... I have to go in the dungeon. I'm not interested in doing mm-hmm. dungeon crawling because I was like, I want to take care of my farm. I want to design things. I want to like lay this out right. in a way that makes sense to me. But I have to go, you know, the 20th floor of the dungeon trying to fight these like <laughs> slime mobs, which are super frustrating. And and the other thing is, I think a lot of my appeal to um, these games and farm sims, in a sense, is I'm not good at quick time events. I've never been good at that. I don't have like the reaction time uh to to be traditionally good at video games like it's just right it's not how i'm built and so farming sims are great because there's a lot of just like thinking about like how systems are set up and organizing things and that's very calming to me having to fight things is not calming to me and so having to do the dungeon (laughs) section of stardew is just like frustrating where it's like i just i just want to get to the fifth because every i think it's like every five floors every every five yeah it's every it's every like five (laughs) floors it'll save and then you can jump back into those floors after you go back in but that yeah. also established as kind of a stress because you have to get there. And if you don't get there, then it's it's stressful. But I mean, that's a good segue into kind of like the gameplay of Stardew, because unlike other farming simulators, it's kind of segmented into three, not necessarily separate because they do blend together, whether it's the story or the environment. But you have the farming section, you have kind of the exploration of the world and building of relationship section, and then you have the mind shaft sections how did did you feel about the kind of just like the the farming in general how does how does the farming hold up in this farming sim for you i mean i think there's a reason that stardew valley is as popular as it is right like like i I don't think it fails in any one of its 
uh, sections. I think I like a complicated farming sim. Like I think Astroneer is a perfect uh, example of like the level of involvement I want to do. Like if, if I don't have to do six things to get something to work, or there's not a very specific way I have to do things, like I, I just get bored, and and that's the problem. And maybe like once again, it's hard to yeah. Like I want to I want to justify because I know Stardew is an incredibly popular game, so I don't want to just be like, yeah. oh, it's not good. But I, I also like I played 10, 15 hours of, of this game. And in 10 and 15 hours, I didn't really achieve that much. And especially on the farming mm-hmm. side, because the seasons shift continually in the game, because everything gets weathered down, like your um, like your fences will just break or anything you build that helps yeah. your farm will break. Like you just go back to to start one every time a season starts. So it's like, mm-hmm. even if you killed it during the summer season and you're like, oh, I got everything set up. You know, I built these systems in place. Like I got freaking hay growing up the wazoo. Like I'm going to be rich now. As soon as the next season hits, if you didn't prepare for the next season, it doesn't you're matter. Fucked. Like, you're, 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 yeah, you're not getting any, you're not getting any money uh, in that next section. You're not going to level or- up. And it's like, that's just... Yeah. yeah, I was like, or if you're just like, you wait till the last minute to farm anything and then like it bleeds in the summer and now all your crops that you didn't uh, harvest in the spring season are now dead because it's summer. And that's the other thing about uh, Stardew Valley is that it doesn't do a great job for all the dialogue that's in that game. It doesn't do a great job explaining how the world works. Like you kind of just have to figure it out, which is like, oh, you wake up day one of the second season and your crops are dead. And like, that's how it teaches you that that's a thing. Yeah, that's definitely what I did. (laughs) That seems like a very like. Like, first of all, you have a mailbox and your mailbox constantly has mail with people bitching about like, oh, I need some trousers. Please find four bottles of hay and I'll pay you handsomely. And then it's like 50 coins and it took you like three hours to collect the things you need. So like someone could have wrote us a note and be like, oh, by the way, when the seasons change, all your crops are going to die. Nothing's going to yeah. grow yet. You know, they didn't do that. Um, but Yeah. The simplistic, like, it's a different kind of farming sim, which I wasn't expecting. Like, it's it's yeah. definitely very, like, simplistic with then very aggressive mechanics thrown in. It's like, all you have to oh, do yeah. is water it once a day. I'm like, dope. That's, that's great. And then suddenly everything is dying, and you're like, what is happening? And they're like, oh, you didn't use water-retaining soil. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> who was going to explain this to me? Where was where was this information? Where was this going to come from? And they're like, yeah, your grandfather's spirit can tell you yeah exactly um but yeah i also think that they didn't like you're saying like you're saying previously that there's three sections of the game which is the farming the town life aspect of it and then the dungeon dungeon. they don't really like they all rely on each other in a sense but they don't really connect ever right Mm -hmm. like like yes in the sense that going to the dungeon gets you ore which then gives you better tools to use on your farm like in that sense it connects but there's no like clear i don't know like there's the, the way that slime rancher works is that 
there's different aspects of the game, right? Like there's the, the plort yeah. market that functions like a stock market and there's like the little slimes that you're collecting and they do different things. And there's also like a science section. And so like the different sections of the game is like, there's the exploration part, there's a the farming part, there's the like resource building scientific side of things where you're doing research on where you are and trying to figure out a story. And then there's yeah. the narrative, which is all the text that they leave around the world, which you unlock and like read about. And you kind of unpack what the person before you had discovered. Yeah, but they all yeah. connect in the sense that like, if I go to the science, you know, section and I build and I research something that's going to help my farm life. And it's also going to continue to unlock parts of the story moving forward of like, oh, you know, I didn't know that this is how the world worked or I learned, you know, a new resource that I can use differently to help me on my journey and help with the exploration to get to new areas of this map. Mm. Whereas with Stardew, the entire map is unlocked, firstly, like other than two sections where you have to use wood to build like a bridge. A bridge, uh, which ultimately to, like, leads to nothing. <laughs> yeah, it ultimately leads to some like tide pools. And then like another section where there's an even larger like bridge. There's, there's a lot of out bridges, you know, it's a uh, very uh, American, um, you know, bridge building happening in the Stardew Valley uh, realm, but uh, infrastructure is not great there. The, the um, taxpayers money going to nothing in Stardew Valley. Exactly. Just the mayor just living the living like a fat Sit, calf sitting on his throne of gold. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, but no, like, like stardew gives it all to you and that sucks yeah like, yeah like, what's the point like i want to i want to explore like i want to learn more things and like i guess like the dungeon in a sense gives a person that like obviously you're exploring yeah. deeper and deeper and deeper and i'm assuming it's endless or probably procedurally generated like right i would you'll, imagine you'll start just... seeing different things too you'll start seeing rare items you'll start seeing new enemies and everything as you dive deeper into that um but yeah that's yeah. That's that's pretty much. It. I can I can see that point of view. I mean, I think they're like you said, they're connected in the sense of just you'll need your farm to help with a lot of the tasks and relationship building because people are going to ask for specific things that you need to farm, and then that's how those are connected. And then the dungeon will give you materials and minerals that will help build mechanics and machines that'll help mitigate some processes like sprinklers or whatever in, in in the farming part so i can see they're connected in that way but it's very stardew valley is very much like baby's first farm simulator well also i i think you you pointed out something that like resonates with why i don't like stardew valley which is i play farming sims to have control over every part of the world yeah like that's that's my appeal of farming sims is that like I get to be the one who determines what I focus on. I get to be the one who determines what I'm growing, how I'm doing it, and what the system is in place. And the problem yeah. with Stardew is that the reliance on people coming to you, like the relationship building part, I don't care about. Like, I don't, like, I, in, even in my 10 to 15 hours of gameplay in that game, like, I rarely talk to anyone unless it was to sell something. <laughs> and, like, it's because I didn't want to be pigeonholed to be like, oh, you know, we need five watermelons for, like, the spring festival. And it's like, I don't care. Like, I'm not even going to go to the Spring Festival. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I didn't like, even participate in the Spring Festival. <laughs> I stayed in my house. Like, like, exactly. Like, it's spring. I'm growing cherries or whatever, or I'm growing turnips. And, like, you people want watermelons. Like, that's nice. But, like, I've already started down this path. What am I supposed to pivot now that, like, someone has asked me something? And so, like, that aspect of it where you're right. Like, it's a very service-oriented game. It's, like, there are requests that come in. You are supposed to meet those requests to build relationships. Those relationships 
make it easier as you go through the game with something i assume i mean i assume that you get something back from that other than just like really small amounts of gold yeah but uh it like i I much prefer like a solitary farming sim and i think like our traditional view of farming at least from an american perspective is like it's a a very solitary solitary thing yeah Yeah, like the lone farmer is a trope like you're you know you're out there you're you're in control of like your land and you know all that's happening and you get to choose when you're growing things and how you interact with it and like taking that part away and making it this like community-based thing yeah i don't know it just doesn't it doesn't work for me uh yeah. which is fine like i'm sure there's a lot and i know i know there's so many people out there <laughs> who love relationship building in games who want to feel that little like endorphin hit when like someone's like oh, i love you i love you thank you for the watermelons and it's like yeah that's that's great for lots of people that's just not the reason that i play farming sims which yeah i fine. think i think i think stardew is great for someone that is like interested in farming to an extent but doesn't necessarily want that to be like the entirety of the uh, of the experience because that's why i like got hooked into stardew because usually i don't get into farming sims too much but because of the other aspects of this game because that wasn't the forefront of it it was an important part 100 percent but because there's all these other aspects of it that's kind of what hooked me as well even though the relationship building and everything is pretty surface level and doesn't delve into anything deeper that was enough to keep me hooked and to keep me going in the 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 dungeon crawling for me was enough like oh i instead of like farming today i want to go grind through some dungeons and like i mean i like action stuff like that i think they are procedurally generated as you go through them and then like you like we were saying before Mm -hmm. every fifth every fifth level saves it which adds like a small part of like positive reinforcement it's like you made it to the fifth level good job you can now start here next time and it's like cool next time i want to see that if i can get to the 10th one and the 15th one and it gets harder and harder each time so there's like a different aspect of that but if you're coming to the game just for farming then that aspect of it if you're not looking for an for an action game then that's not going to be something that you're interested in. yeah and i think like two things to build off of that we we played minecraft with one of my very good friends who loves video games um yeah and, and he had never played minecraft before and his response to wild, playing that game the for the, which is wild yeah i mean it's definitely not in his scope of what he normally likes to play and that's and that's fine i um okay. i do think everyone should experience minecraft but yeah. his response when we played was like well what do we do like what's what's my objective and like he's definitely one of those people who needs to be told this right. is your objective this is how you achieve it and that's yeah. where the like little endorphin happiness comes from playing games. Is it's like yeah, achieving yeah. objectives, you're playing through a story, you have a clear goal. And for me, like the beauty of Minecraft is I don't have that. Like there yeah. isn't the system of achieve like the achievement system in the sense of of something like Stardew or something like um, Animal Crossing, where you have these these check marks and boxes, and you're supposed to do those things. Um, like I don't need. I don't I just want to live somewhere and I want to create my own little world in it and just be happy in it like I don't need that direction but I totally get people needing that direction which is why I think Stardew is yeah. a great farming sim for gamers like it's like it's a dungeon yeah. crawler and like it's a relationship builder and people are like oh sick and they're like and there's like some farming that might happen you know it's a valley yeah. and like you inherit a farm and like that's that's great but like, it is I think its popularity comes from its broad appeal, not necessarily its success yeah. as a farming simulator. 
Yeah, I, and I can definitely see. I can definitely see that as well. And I think that's why a lot of people go to it, not because of it being an incredible farming simulator, but because it's accessible for a wide range of yeah. audiences. Um, what about the music? I feel like I was always just like fucking bumping and vibing to the Stardew music as I was going through. I think I think with with farming simulators too, it's almost like a necessity to have kind of a relaxing track in the background so you can like zone out and do your menial tasks for the day and everything. I don't know. I think that I enjoyed the, the, the Stardust music. Not that you can repeat yeah, any mean, of the music back. Neither could I. <laughs> well, I think that that is from a, from a musical perspective, ambient music, like that's what you're going for, right? Like you want it to be yeah. atmospheric enough that it doesn't grade or like get annoying over time. And like mm-hmm. the fact that I couldn't hum you the Stardew Valley music is a pretty good sign because it means it wasn't noticeable enough that it ever got in the way. Um, yeah. Which I, I think Slime Rancher fails at. Like I think Slime Rancher has a very like generic indie game poppy score to it, which gets very repetitive and is very like aggressive almost at times in the world. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like, it's like the Sims theme music. Like it's the same thing where it's yeah. just like a lot of like heavy synth string with Stardew Valley, like playing through Stardew Valley, you don't ever get a sense of the music. Like, you know, it's there and you recognize it in the back of your mind. It's kind of like being in a coffee shop and having a conversation with someone, right? Like, you know, there's music, but it's that perfect volume where you can tone it in and out depending on how concentrated you are. And if so someone I think asked you what like the a, music was, you'd be like, I don't know. I know what song that yeah, was. Yeah, you'd be like, I don't, I don't know, coffee house music, the stuff they normally play. But at the same time, like, it does serve a purpose and it helps you. And, and this is something I want to get into, and, and I'm going to pull away from the music a little bit because I don't have much to cover on the music. But I think yeah. the music does play a role in this is that Stardew Valley is crack cocaine. Like, the way that they built this game is fucking brilliant. And, yeah. like, if I was someone who had less, who who liked this play style, like, it's perfect. I think I think the days are, like, six minutes. Oh, it's either yeah. six, or nine, quick. six or nine minutes. Which feels really quick at first. We're like, oh, the first day's over. But it's also the same thing as like the, like, oh, just one more day. Like, yeah. I'll, I'll just play one more day. Like, I'm yeah. just going to play one more day. Absolutely. And then like, by the time you're done with it, you're like a year oh, deep. I've, I've gone through like, a year already. <laughs> I, I can't, I can't do one more day. <laughs> you, you, yeah. Like the game always makes it feel like there's just not enough time to do the thing you wanted to do that day. Like yeah, you can do ninety percent of your tasks, and you're like, That's "Oh, funny. I'll just do that tomorrow," and I'm just gonna do it. And it's like it's brilliant at that. It, I'm sure that there are people who just get fucking lost in this game because it's right. just like, "Oh, just another day, just another day, just another well, not, day," not and then only, suddenly you're just, <laughs> you're, yeah, you're summer of year six, and you're like, "Oh." Not only that, but your character runs on like a stamina system too. So like. You'll be oh in the dungeon God. or you'll be in like your farming and you're like, well, uh, I'm tired. And it's like, fuck, it's like 10 a.m. Rick, I guess I'll go to sleep today. <laughs> yeah. You're like, I mean, yeah. Well, and that's the other thing is there's no rules in Stardew. Like there's no like, like for, for all the systems that they put in that game, like you can go to bed at 9 a.m. And like wake up the next day with full yeah. energy. And it's like, that's not how that works. That's, I'd be that's more weird. tired. That's too much sleep. Yeah, you just what and like I mean, what I learned playing through that game is like if you want to maximize a day, you have to have some form of energy. Which yeah, you know, there's a bunch of different ways to do that. You make food in that game. There's yeah. that whole crafting system. 
um, which is how you like continue going deeper into the dungeons as you start building ways to sustain your energy throughout the day. Yeah. Which is also like, that's another part of the game I don't like is like, it's very Sims in that way where it's like, Oh, you gotta, you know, you're a real person. And it's like, no, I'm not a real person. You use the bathroom and you're tired from chopping wood all day and you need to sleep. Yeah. Which is like in slime rancher. You don't, you don't have energy. Like you're just, you can go literally forever if you wanted to, like you can keep playing, keep exploring, keep doing things and, and it won't stop you, which is, or is there a day cycle in slime rancher? There's a day cycle in slime rancher. How's that work? Explain to me. There is a day cycle in a sense. Mm-hmm. Like it's like there's a transition between days. That's how like, the game keeps track. But you don't have to do anything to sustain yourself. Like you're not yeah. you're not harvesting fruit to feed yourself. You're harvesting fruit to then feed slimes, which then give you currency, which are the plorts, which then you turn in to unlock new areas. And those new areas give you access to new things, which then unlocks more areas. And it just like keeps right. snowballing very appealingly. But you always feel like you're making progress in that game. It's like, it's kind of the same thing as the day cycle in Stardew, where it's like, oh, just like this one more thing and then I'll get there. Is exactly the same feeling as playing Slime Rancher. And tell me if if you don't have this experience, but it's like one of the gates or the new areas will be like, you know, 16, 1700 coins or whatever it is in the game uh, early on. And it's like, oh, I'm so close. Like I just need, like I just need Absolutely. a couple more of like farming this cycle, and then I'll be able to unlock it. And like it's a whole new like area I get to explore. And imagine the things that I'm gonna find there. And it's like that, like oh, like I can't wait until like I discover mm. what's next. And I didn't, yeah. I never got that in Stardew. Like everything that's next is laid out for you. Like yeah. you know what's coming next. So right. I, I, and I mean, even though I mean, this might just be my my experience. Even though there was lots of times where like your your path is kind of set out for you, there was also times in Stardew where I was like. I don't know what the fuck to do. Like, when am I supposed to just go like day by day? Uh, is there supposed to be like a, a narrative specific task I'm supposed to do? Am I supposed to just wait until I get to like the, like the end of the month so we can have like festival happy time? Or like, uh, but there was lots of times where I was just kind of walking around like having t- like tasks built up in my like repertoire of tasks, but they were all like rolled over from the last season and I can't complete them now because I have to wait until the next spring so I can harvest the one fruit and vegetable that is only grown during that time yeah i mean and that's you know is that normal that's the same thing that they build into uh um what's the fucking the the very popular one that i've already mentioned but somehow i'm blanking on the name at this moment uh animal crossing that's animal crossing uh isn't it being built in animal crossing right yeah like, i mean yeah. that game is real time seasons uh so like that really sucks but it's like you know, oh, there's going to be certain things that you can only do during this time of year, and it's a way to ensure the players are going to come back, right? It's like user retention. Yep. Like, you're doing these different events, and people are going to come yeah. back. And it's the same thing that's built into Stardew. It's like, you have to do things to get to the next section. Same as Slime Rancher. Like, all yeah. these games use that in a way. Um, but I do agree that Stardew, there's a lot of times where you're just sitting there, and you're like, going to water my plants today. And maybe go in a dungeon. And that's it. <laughs> No one has told me I need to do anything. And the people who have told me to do things are like, I need gold gauntlets. And I'm like, well, I'm on level 20 of the fucking mine. And it's like, your own I don't even damn have gold. gold gauntlets. <laughs> exactly. But they're like, I want a picnic basket. And it's like, that's nice. Right. But, you know, I've right. decided to, to, to grow apple trees, uh, which will not help with your picnic basket issues. Um, 
Yeah. And so just stuff like that where you're just like, okay, well, I'll leave this on my list of like 37 tasks that the uh, townspeople <laughs> have given me. Uh, well, this, this is good because this, I, I understand now, because obviously when I, I recommended this game to you, I really enjoyed it. But now I understand why I really enjoyed it. And someone that may be into more things like Astroneer or may be into things like Slime Rancher might not enjoy it as much because of some of the mechanics being a little bit different. Because with Stardew, it is very... It's weird. It, it flip-flops between not telling you anything and then being too handholdy in that sense. And also, like you were saying, the amount of exploration... You have everything laid out for you in the beginning. And like, here's everything. You don't have anything to necessarily build up on. I mean, you do have the like the rec center. And as you complete tasks and as you do that, that starts building off of and you get new rooms in that and you get access to new like yeah. uh, like new vegetables and fruits and new items and everything. But I think maybe for someone, and you can attest to this, that's not quite enough. <laughs> enough for the, the mechanics of, yeah. of the game to hold it over. I, I also think for me, it's an art style thing. Um, oh, interesting. Like, I really find Astroneer. I mean, no, I know we're not talking about Astroneer, but I'm going to talk about Astroneer because I like that game too. Yeah. Give a spotlight. Uh, but but uh, Slime Rancher as well. Um, like, they're, like, they're very beautiful and they're very yeah. peaceful. Yeah, yeah. And, and isolative. And, like, I am an introvert in my core. <laughs> I recharge by being alone. And those games give me a little space of loneliness that is just yeah. like perfect. Like, right. Like it's like this, it's, it's the wilderness principle. It's like the same thing when I go out in nature, it's like, I am alone here. I know I'm alone here and I can just like do the things I want to do. And everything that is designed in that, in those games is conducive to that. Where Stardew yeah. Valley is very like, the pixelated feel is already like anxiety inducing for some reason. Maybe it's because I never have played a lot of games that have that art style, but like 16, but, I have yeah. two bit art style. Uh, and then like add in that there's like people coming into your farm or like talking to you. And then like, they keep interrupting like the thing you want to do, or you're like <laughs> suddenly going, you're going to a mine and then like, there's like an Easter egg hunt happening and you're like, the fuck is happening? And people are well, like, I, Oh yeah, you're here. And I'm like, what? No, the mine. I need the mine. <laughs> I need yeah. two more copper so that Smith Eaton's can get his fucking hammer made. Right. Yeah. I mean, the big thing with that too, it's like community building. You're, 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 you're trying to establish yourself into this community that has already existing. And that means participating with the residents of the community and participating with the annual and sometimes monthly festivals and celebrations that happen that are like, everyone has to be involved. You don't have a choice. Yeah. You got to go be a part of that festival, which so I love. I was like, yeah, this comedy straight cut. This sounds great. Sure, I'll put my chicken in the big the big community stockpile. Let's make some goulash, whatever. That sounds great. Yeah. I mean, it's the same thing with uh, with Animal Crossing as well. Like, that's yeah. a big part of that. And I, I'm not a big fan of Animal Crossing for the same reason, is that, like, it didn't do any of the farming stuff that I like. Like, Animal Crossing is even more baby-gamed than stardew valley is yeah. in that sense right like it's even more sparse it's more just about like building a vanity island and building relationships which yeah. is so it doesn't have the good the good practices but also like yeah yeah the the community stuff just really just really yeah. the perfect npc for me like if i had to build myself a perfect npc it already exists it is the villagers from it's minecraft just, it's just nobody <laughs> oh the villagers no, no no the villagers from minecraft they're perfect they don't talk you can't understand them. 
Their only value is either pillaging them or trading with them, and they don't bother you. They're a perfect NPC. <laughs> like they just they let you do whatever you want, and they're only for my convenience. I'm which is a very, I know that sounds incredibly selfish, but that is just yeah. a great relationship with an they're NPC. They're like, I'm here if you need me. I have some cool stuff. <laughs> I need some yeah. cool stuff. I would prefer you didn't pillage me, but if that happens, sure. I'm fine with yeah. that too. If you steal my llamas, you know, that sucks. But I barely have a personality, so you don't have this, to feel too bad about this, it. This this conversation just makes me want to go and play Minecraft now. <laughs> I just want to play some more Minecraft. Okay, give give me your like what what is your kind of final thoughts here on on Stardew Valley? Stardew Valley is a great game for people who like the mechanics and that's like a hard it's like hard to describe like i do not like stardew valley i would not go back and play stardew valley Mm. because i know i would play other farming sims and also for me like the world designing aspect of these games is a huge Mm. part of it like minecraft being able to build whatever you want slime rancher being able to set up your specific like plort holders and farms the way ever you want it's like very customizable in that way with um astroneer like being able to manipulate the environment into different like shapes and sections to be able to like build your own bases no man's sky where you can build like all the different bases like that part of these games is is the part i really love like being able to design something that's you know within boundaries but like is artistic in itself of being like oh i get to build this little thing and i get to tinker with it that doesn't exist in stardew valley i mean really (laughs) like you can build trees you plant stuff but you don't get to change I, i mean I shouldn't say you can eventually upgrade your home, but the level of fucking farmer success that you need to get to, to be able to upgrade your home where it's like, <laughs> Ex- yeah, expert you can, farmer. you, you want to add a half bathroom. That's 500,000 gold. And I'm just like, okay, like I'm not going to be able to do that it's ever. Setting your expectations like, for life. I have like a field of hay out here. That's going to give me like 800 coins and like 10 experience. Um, but I think that, yeah, if you're someone who is, super into the uh community aspect of it you want a game that gives you clear directive that gives you like like objectives to check out as a box if you're someone who really enjoyed animal crossing and you're looking for yeah. a more involved version of that game like if you played animal crossing and you liked the beginning and then you kind of just got bored because it becomes just like oh i get to customize my island like this will be perfect for you You'll love this. Yeah. There's the relationship aspect. There's a cool dungeon aspect, which like reminds me of early Zelda games. And then there's like the farming sim, which really isn't a farming sim uh, that's like built <laughs> into it. Um, it's, and that that's awesome. And yeah. I, for those of you who enjoy the game, great. It is very cool. The music is interesting and it's not interesting at the same time. And that in itself is is very special that they it's did an, such it's a good an, job It's with an that. enigma. Yeah, it's an enigma. And like, there's nothing else like it. Right. Yeah. I mean, there's other people who have tried like My Town Porsche. I think was the game we played. That's kind of like Stardew Valley. <laughs> there's also um, I can't remember. Awful. It's another indie. There's another indie game um, where it was like a very dungeon based. Uh, it was like procedural dungeon. That you would go in a portal and there'd be a dungeon, and that like that was kind of the main aspect of the game. But there was also like a town section to it. Um, so, th- but this, Stardew Valley is by far the best practical application of that kind of game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's just not. It's not for me yeah that's fair understandable and now i know why i played a little <laughs> bit of, Star- of, of stardew valley but i have yet to jump back into <laughs> into it for many reasons uh but the game that you recommended for me which has 
been a conversation in our relationship for a very long time, almost a running joke at, at, at a certain point. Yes, for many years, whenever we would discuss what the 100 best games of all time were, when we talked about literally anything doing with ranking or uh, understanding yeah. games uh, based on their merit, I believe that uh, Slime Rancher beats them all, which, you know, sue me. Uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Mokami Park fucking smashing right. you know, all the records out here. No, it, uh, jokes aside, I don't believe that it's the best game of all time. But you enjoy um, it, and I, yes, I understand yeah, that. It's a great, it's a great meme, and I love yeah. the game dearly. And so it becomes a, it becomes a joke. Yeah, so I mean, a little bit about Slime Rancher. I think it launched back in 2016 or so. Yeah, for Windows, Mac, and good old Linux. And then the year the, the year later for Xbox One, I think it's literally on anything at this point. Nintendo Switch, PlayStation. Um, not mobile. Not, not mobile, but it's getting a sequel apparently this year. <laughs> it has a 2022 which, release date, so. <laughs> which also was a running joke uh, yes. with us for a very long time, wherever it was like, you won't believe what's coming out. And I'd be like, Slime Rancher 2. And they're like, he's like, that's not going to happen. That's no. <laughs> and look, until the, it happened. Until the one day, I think it was the same thing. I was like, guess what got announced? You're like, Slime Rancher 2. I was like, you're right. It was Slime Rancher 2, which is a crazy concept. I mean, good for them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, we can talk about this, but this game doesn't need a sequel it needs dlc like mm, interesting like, i don't understand the be- i don't understand the benefit of having a sequel to this game like the art style isn't something that needs to be updated in my opinion like it's poppy enough that it can last for for a while it, it's, it's, one, like, it's one of vibes. those it's one of those evergreen art styles like wind waker or like that cell shaded where it's yeah. like you can play this in 20 years and it'll still look fine yeah like it needs expansions. Like it seems so strange yeah. to me to do a sequel to a game that pretty much had no story. But anyway, this well, is maybe... not about my feelings with Slime Rancher. This <laughs> is about your experience with Slime yeah. Rancher. Something I've tried to get you to play for like five years at this point. So let's hear yeah. it. Let's 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 hear your initial reactions to uh to a person. I mean, going into the story of Slime Rancher, which there is one, I just don't pay attention to it. It's 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 almost the opposite of stardew where stardew is kind of almost to some people and maybe in some instances to a fault shoving the narrative down your throat of where like now you have to participate in the scavenger hut to continue the narrative this is giving you narrative in small bits of audio logs from previous explorers on the planet that Mm -hmm. you're on uh, again, this is a very solitary experience where you're a lone individual exploring this planet, and it's adorable little, adorable little slimes. I think they're great. They're yeah, you, you really have to fight for the story in this game. Yeah, I tried. <laughs> you don't I tried. Care. That's it. That's it's... all I got. That's all I got no. for the narrative. <laughs> no, no. I mean, for sure. That I think there's there's definite valid criticism there because it is it is one of those things where it's not even like audio logs. A lot of the time, you'll find like little beacons. That yeah. will just have yeah, words. Yeah, yeah. And they're not even necessarily like really in-depth words. It'll be like, this area is green. <laughs> you're like, this is where I, I saw a chicken for the first time. I'm like, thanks, Carl. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's not you really have to like read into that shit to be like, oh, this is yeah. this is interesting. Yeah. 
that's not uh, i mean one of the reasons why i played this game is because you asked me to play it and i was like i need to play this this is something you really love i need to experience it and i need to play it but i mean i think if you can get into the weeds of everything i mean for just from what you've told me there is kind of an interesting compelling narrative there it's just not mm-hmm. on the forefront of what you're supposed to be doing you can go through this entire game and not experience any of that at all 100 percent. and not only that but it's not a lot at the beginning, as you're saying, like, yeah. it, like with all farming sense, like it starts slow, right? Like the whole yeah. point is building yeah. from nothing, like building from scratch. And like all of the plot narrative that you learn about or that you try to understand happens in other sections of the game, which costs currency to unlock in the game. Yeah. So it's yeah. like until you get to a point where you can start unlocking things pretty easily, where you have like a good routine going and you can, you know, trade in your plorts for currency. Like, yeah, yeah. the, int- the interest pretty much like, you come onto the planet and then there's the old farmer who left you a note that's pretty much yeah. just like, hey, I used to live on this planet and like I used to be the, you know, slime rancher that lived here before. Um, you have a good time. And like that's, yeah, that's that, the that, entire that, start of the that game. Was the, the that was like the synopsis. I was thro- <laughs> That was the synopsis I was thrown into. Um, yeah. I mean, in, initial thoughts. Again, this game made me realize why okay this might sound bad i was gonna say this game made me realize why i don't like farming simulators but it it, it had made me it made me have the epiphany of like it's that hump because like the beginning i was like i was the same thing with our friend in minecraft i was like what am i doing what what am i i went and i like sucked up some slimes like those are cool and i okay now i gotta like build corrals for them so i i get guess that's something but it was just like at a point i was like what am i supposed to do like it wasn't until recently that you were like, wait, you haven't explored other areas? And I was like, there's other areas? Like, I opened the map and I was like, this game's fucking huge! How I had no yeah. idea! Yeah, I will also say that Slime Ranger does a, a terrible job, like, leading you yeah. to what you need to do. Like, things are there. Like, don't yeah. get me wrong. Like, you can click X and it'll give you a price. But you, you have no concept of what's, like, behind the door. You right. don't know how big that area is going to be. You, you don't understand, like, is there going to be something new here? Like, eventually right. you kind of understand, like, each area is, like, a kind of a certain size. Like, they all yeah. kind of match. They all feel different, but they, they match it in, in, like, what is there and available and what's new. Um, but yeah, there's no explanation for anything yeah. in this game. It's your, just like, your initial, this is your world. <laughs> yeah, your initial goal, at least my goal, I was like, I got to suck up these slimes and I got to farm them. I got to, they're mm-hmm. going to, they're going to, they, certain slimes it will is. have certain foods that they like. And then when they eat that yep. food, they poop out plorts and plorts are your currency. And like Kai was saying before, there is kind of a, um, stock market system in this where certain days some plorts will be higher value and some plorts will be lower value so there's another system of monitoring that as well um yeah i was just like i think yeah. what what hooked me to i mean one our side is beautiful this is an adorable game it's super cute slimes mm-hmm. are also adorable but i think my my love for creature capturing games and like pokemon and stuff also benefited to slime rancher because i noticed that 
there's 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 a certain amount you can see in the initial area but when you go to deposit the plorts because there's a there's a system in the side of york your home for that you see a wall of all the different types of plorts and i was like i've had like four of them there's like 30 on this wall so there's going to be a ton of slimes that i haven't even experienced yet and for me as someone that likes creature capturing and likes I mean, in this sense, literal, because they're trapped in these cages that I've put them in. I'm going um, to the Slime Elite Four. <laughs> right, <laughs> exactly. I'm going to fight the Slime Gem. If they had a slime battle mechanic in this, 100% <laughs> sold. If I can capture these and then battle other people's slimes, slime, okay, what was yeah, the, so, the developer? So, Mokami Park. Mokami. Slime Rancher 2, if you're listening to this, Put a battle system in Slime Rancher 2 because I will buy three copies of it just to support that. You just I'm invented Pokemon. Well, you yeah. reinvented Pokemon. Exactly. But Pokemon where you're having to like monitor them and, and farm their poop and feed them and everything. That sounds fantastic. I want to do that. Yeah, it's called Pokemon with a purpose. <laughs> let's, um, let's continue. Yeah, I think that... I mean, gameplay-wise, the game the game's fine. Like, it controls great. I play I played on Xbox. I played it cloud streaming as well. Mechanics are fine. I think that, like I said, after getting over the hump and starting to get some of the mechanics down of the game and start getting some of the systems, because similar, and I think I have this in a lot of farming sims that do have a sense of currency, is I feel like I can never afford anything. And when I don't find a way to kind of like you know monetize these systems i'm stuck in just the normal ways of getting currency and that doesn't give me enough to progress or anything like that so once i kind of started saving money and getting more money and creating these systems like the automatic port collector an automatic feeder making mechanics making uh those things a little simpler i don't have to feed my slimes i don't have to collect all of them it made the money come in much quicker and i was like okay cool now i can explore different areas of it now i can buy upgrades like jetpacks and the ability to like harvest water and now i can create all of these systems that are ultimately going to just benefit my experience here in general and once i get that system going i'm like cool what's next like what do i do next what mm-hmm. i got what i gotta find next and i think that that it's, it, definitely it's benefits interesting it. because the way you normally would build a game yeah like like if you're building like for player interaction right is like you're starting with an event that like like anything like a movie or, or a book or anything you want to hook someone yeah so like it's it, it's interesting that farm simulators take a different approach which is like here's everything mm-hmm. but no purpose like just go go yeah. figure out what you need to do and like that's very opposite to our normal experience of, of story building and world building and it's usually like you know in 2099 the world is under attack and you know your wife was just killed by the resistance and it's like oh shit like i have to get back at the resistance whereas these games are like you're a rancher now bro just enjoy the ride find some slimes maybe do you i don't know and like as you keep going you get more into like the world of it and like building and you're like oh this is my purpose and i'm really good at this thing um, so it's very it's a, it's an upside down triangle of like how these games are built, which yeah. is it's interesting to me. But I 100 percent understand that people want like, <laughs> what the fuck Stru- am I doing here? Structure. <laughs> I, can't, I know this isn't about this game at all, but do you remember the name of the game that we played? Where I think it did a good job about this. We were like the fourth grade exploration service. We played as the dog. What game was that? Oh, um, that was such a good game. Oh, is that such a weird name? I'm looking it up. Um, yeah, 
Okay, we're gonna look it up, and we can just cut this part out. Yeah, I'm looking it up. Uh, space adventure fourth best team. Journey to the Savage Planet. Okay, uh, the game I was talking about was Journey <laughs> to the Savage Planet. This is this, this podcast is not about this, but this did this system perfectly. It was like, hey, here's this kind of like not farming, but you're you're at this planet, and your whole point is to explore and see if the planet is habitable for her humanity. So you're scanning mm-hmm. fauna, you're scanning flora, and you're taking like dex entries of all of these things, and you're documenting the world around you. But there's enough like interactivity, there's enough explore, exploration and enough story that for me, I was like, this is perfect. It's a great experience. If you haven't played Journey to the Savage Planet, it's a great game. Play it. Go ahead and play so it. So good. Um, and I think that is kind of what's missing, at least initially in Slime Rancher, because... Like I said, once once I've I've kind of figured out the systems, that has been the interesting hook. But if there was some kind of semblance of just like a narrative that pushed me into a direction, I know, I know, I know. In these games, some people, and like with Minecraft, want to be sent into an open world and be like, do whatever you want. But I think just having this, like, oh, here's this like intro area, and I'm pushing you towards this, like, go towards this specifically and find this audio log, and this man is going to tell you about the evil slimes, and the evil slimes are bad. And now go to this area. Like something like that would just help kind yeah. of that first initial hour that I always have a trouble with getting into farming simulators. For sure. Yeah. No, I think I think that's a great comparison. Journey to the Savage Planet did a phenomenal job of taking very uninteresting mechanics, which are what farm sim- simulators <laughs> are built off of, right? They're these very uninteresting mechanics and presenting them in a way that was important to a story and had yeah. comedic value. That, like that also that, helped too, the comedic value and like that helped break right. up the like monotony of just scanning things every, all the time. That's all you were doing was yeah. scanning things really. And you're scanning things for a plun- plunge line. Oh, you're scanning <laughs> things for a, for a punchline because the, the names of the creatures or the name of the fauna were funny. And it's yeah. like, oh, yeah. like you wanted to keep going. You wanted to keep like just doing stuff yeah. in that game because you're like, oh God, what is this thing called? Right. Um, and that's definitely not how Slime Rancher is. No, that's like, not 100% how Slime respect that. But you get almost you get almost zero payoff. <laughs> like what you're talking about, like the the excitement of finding something in Slime Rancher is very low. Yeah, because as you're saying, when you originally start the game, you see the big board of plorts. Yeah, so you already kind of know generally that there's going to be like a certain amount. You know, like oh, this color is like red and fiery, so it's probably like magma. Like you can, and yeah. like I will say, a lot of the slime designs, other than like their weird obsession with cat slimes. Yeah, cat, cats are uh, a big a big uh, subject in this game. Why is everything cats? Yeah, I I don't know. <laughs> They're very. All the other slimes, minus one very specific example, are like very reductive. Like there's like yeah. water slimes, and then there's just the normal pink ones, and there's like the electric slimes, the magma, and the honey, and you know, it's it's like your basic elemental palette of like yeah. what can we take from the world and make into a slime. And so like there's no mystery or intrigue there. It's more just about like, ooh, I finally have gotten this one that I've seen for a very long time that I mm. haven't been able to achieve, and how do I farm it now, and what does it eat? Um, yeah. Which I, I do think there's a missed opportunity there. And I hope that in the sequel, they find a way of like yeah. making it more exciting or, or adding, you know, a Pokedex of slimes in a sense where you can kind of like 
see the like of the slimes. Yeah, I think honestly, that alone, if there was just like an index of slimes that you collect and like a fun little like pink plort loves carrots. They don't love carrots. They love the blorp fruit or whatever they're called, the red ones. Yeah. And it just like also loves to eat chickens. Keep your chickens safe or just something dumb like that. Like a little dex entry or a little index of all the slimes is just like that's that's the things that I love and that's the things that I gravitate towards in in capturing and like simulation games like this. Um mm-hmm. I will say that like as I'm playing now and this is definitely a game I didn't obviously did not finish Slime Rancher. I don't know how long Slime Rancher actually is. Um I don't know how many days you go in or if it's like there is a narrative that you could finish but you can also just continue doing like your farming and slime things. I don't know. Um, but I think it's based on unlocking all of the areas and it's a long time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Gotcha. It doesn't matter. I, I, I will continue and I will continue playing because at the point I am now is where I'm just like, this is fun. Like I'm in a system where like I'm enjoying my time, especially because like I've, I've jumped back and forth about the idea of like, should I just look things up? Should I just like explore things? Should I look things up? Should I just explore things? And like one of the things I had just found, the the double-edged sword with that means that I'm not getting to things as quickly as others. Like I just unlocked new areas of the map. And I'm I'm like a couple hours, I don't know how long I'm in, but it's just like, and the slime keys. Like I just, I saw this big pink slime and I had just been feeding it fruits and vegetables like i noticed that it'll like eat anything and eventually it exploded and i was like oh damn and then i got a slime key because i had been exploring and i saw a door or that was obstructing my path and it says slime key required and i was like well i guess i'll find mm-hmm. the slime key eventually or something and by feeding this thing yeah. i got one and i was like oh i had seen other big things like that and tried to feed them because i think near that one there's a cat one but i tried feeding it all the things i had and it didn't work so i was like okay well now i'm i'm starting to like as I'm exploring and learning the systems, I'm like certain, certain big blobs like this need specific things to eat. And if I do feed them the right thing and enough of the right thing, they'll give me the slime keys, which is going to help me progress into other way into other parts of the map. I don't just need to buy currency or have money to expand the map just by me exploring and trying to kind of game these systems. That's going to help me further into this game and mm-hmm. that's been that's that's what's interesting and i think the world of slime rancher is interesting enough where it's just like i want to see what else this game has i want to see what other kind of like biomes because right now all i've really explored is kind of like the deserty area in the beginning and then some of the cave systems that run through that um but just on the the, the door where the slime key is there's a bunch of vines and like looks like grassy areas over there and it's like i think that the world building in this game at least for me, does a good job of making me want to go and find out more about it. Especially because it took me way too long to just open the map and realize that this game is fucking huge. Yeah. No, I, I think that that's, you know, that's a, yeah. that's a good perspective of this game for sure. And yeah. I just looked up how long it takes to beat. Oh yeah, how long is it? Focusing on main objectives is 14 and a half hours. I bad. have put 30 plus hours in this line. That's Rancher, what I was saying, exactly. And I have definitely not beat Slime Rancher. Like, like I don't know what beat means. Like, maybe you just right. get to a point in the story where it's like, the world is yours now. <laughs> and there's like a credit roll and then you keep going. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's I, I would not say that Slime Rancher is a game you go into going like, oh, I want to beat this. Right. Like, you know, and I think that was our mistake with Astroneer as well. 
we were trying to finish it one of these games is we're like well it's the only way that at that time i really could get you to play a game like that was to tell you <laughs> that there is an ending like, that's fair yeah we'll roll credit we'll roll credits on this game ask, and it's that's like, the question you know, i always it, ask it only says it's gonna take like six hours it's and then you're like long. 28 hours into this game and i'm just like yeah let's build another moon station and you're like what is happening where are the credits if you want a um, game if you want a game that doesn't explain anything to you and the systems are fucking complicated go play astroneer because <laughs> that game tells you nothing um, yeah so what do you think about the the like the mechanics of the game like the the sucking up slimes the slots how many yeah. slimes you can carry the growing fruit like yeah. just like give us a general perspective of that um the little gun you have the suck up slimes absolutely satisfying and it's funny yes. to see like I, I I flip flop back and back and forth between just like amusement when I see these slimes and their terrified faces being sucked into my little can my little gun and then at the same time feeling bad that I'm capturing all these and just pulling them from their homes and their environment. But no, I think that the the whole like I was gonna say sucking and blowing, the whole sucking mechanic of <laughs> slime rancher, it, it feels great. Like it is a it is a good system that works really well. And like shooting them, and some slimes are bigger than others, so some of them you won't be able to suck up with your gun, and they'll just like latch onto the front of it. And I have so many times where I just shoot them in the sky, and I just watch the big slimes fly <laughs> oh, through yeah. the sky. Or when they just get around my farm, and I'm like, bro, I don't want you here. I just shoot them off into the water, which may be murder, maybe not. It's okay. They're in my they're in my area. I mean, are slimes human, <laughs> or are they just exactly little machines that poop out currency? Um, so that's yeah, that's fun. I think that and like, I, it doesn't help a ton because you get a little like a little jetpack but it's mostly just for like hovering and kind of getting to little higher up ledges but if you could if there's anything higher than that you're not getting very far um but no movement mechanics the whole the whole sucking up slimes thing i think feels absolutely fantastic um mm -hmm. like i said i think another frustrating thing with me in the beginning was that i would build these corrals and i put slimes in them but then still not have enough money to like what you have to do is you have to double stack them because they'll just jump out. Like I like, okay, cool. Nighttime. Let's go to bed. I come out slimes fucking running about. And I'm like, what, what are you guys doing? Stay in your corral because I need enough money. I didn't have enough money to buy a higher tiered uh, corral. And then even then there's bigger ones that I have too. And if you don't like cap off the top, those those fly, fly away. I'm like, what? Mm -hmm. I came back and there's a whole crowd missing. And I was like, guys, this is not, we got to, we got to have a system here. We got to keep things keep things going <clears throat> but no i think this, yeah the systems are it's, it's it's a really fun the mechanics itself is very fun and it's enough to give me that kind of like like you were saying before with with uh, stardew one more day mechanic even though i haven't kind of progressed further in narrative or anything or even in, in rather expanding the world in like oh one more day to get further a lot of it is i mean begrudgingly out of frustrations be like okay fuck tomorrow i have to go and catch more tabby slimes because all my tabby slimes ran away but that those kind of things were enough to be like okay cool i mean let's let's tackle that task tomorrow and the systems themselves feel good enough where i i feel like i would want to keep doing that yeah and i think that 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 feeling is kind of the magic of these games both stardew and slime rancher and minecraft yeah. and, and this genre of you know sure there's an ending but like endless in a sense yeah games is like you don't play them the same way you play something like a red dead and you don't play them the same way you play something with a traditional narrative yeah because 
it it's just a place to go every once in a while and to do some chores that are a fun mechanic hopefully <laughs> uh and just like be relaxed yeah. like that's every time i play a farming sim like i'm never stressed i mean well sometimes you're stressed especially i was like i can't was figure out how the mechanics work i was like yeah. Astro- astroneer don't even get me started about being stressed and ideally you shouldn't be stressed like at, at their best it's just like this fun little area where you get to play around it's yeah. like a sandbox yeah. like it's like a weird version of a sandbox game um where like normally you're going into a game is you're like oh what's gonna happen next especially when we play like these main series games for for the main podcast it's like yeah i just can't wait to talk about what happens next i can't wait to recap this section like oh this is so exciting like in danganronpa uh is a perfect example of a game we played through where i'm just like i want to know what's going on next like yeah. what is going to happen next in this game i want to be able to talk about you know what i've just witnessed what i'm going to witness what i my conspiracies of what i think is happening right whereas like these games you don't do that like yeah and I honestly like talking about uh, about these games for for this makes it realize how like how personal these games are and, mm. and why I was so connected to Slime Rancher, but how difficult they are to talk about. Yeah, <laughs> like like in a set, like I can I can talk about narrative for days. I can talk about art style. I can talk about mechanics. I can talk about traditional video games, but like these games don't fit in those boxes right. very well. I mean, the things like for that, the most <laughs> like, yeah, the, the things that we've discussed so far about Slime Rancher are pretty much slime rancher like there's not many things going from that i mean as you expand the world and as you continue that you're going to find new slimes which will give you new plorts which will give you more money which you can make new systems which you can create new upgrades which you can you know that'll help you just continue but that's that's the gist you know like that's that's what the game's about and like you were saying usually you don't go into these games for an ending like Uh, it's more of just to explore this world to have these systems to have and i totally understand it too like this we talked about the the, like solidarity of it it's just kind of tranquility of being alone with your tasks that you have to do like oh you wake up Mm -hmm. today this is what i want to do and you're not like being bombarded by cheryl down the street saying that you have to participate in an egg hunt for the town yeah well i think like at least for me, like there's not a lot of autonomy over our lives in the modern world, right? Like, yeah. especially as an adult, you have to go do your your job. You have chores you have to do. You have responsibilities you have to yeah. meet. You don't get to choose that stuff, at least unless you're incredibly lucky and you do get to yeah. choose that stuff. But for, for most people, it's like you wake up, you go to a job. You maybe like your job, you maybe hate your job. It doesn't matter. But you don't have autonomy over what you're doing at that job. You're getting assigned tasks. You know, you are in a sense part of the farming sim of life you are a tool a unit and people rely on you for stuff and these games offer you the opportunity to have autonomy to make a decision and go i'm gonna do this thing not because i need to not because i is expected of me but because it's a thing i want to do i want to go find chickens in slime rancher today and like and I think that's what video games offer us all in a sense, but these games in very particularly give you full control over an environment and a world in which you can make your own. And I was thinking when you were talking about like describing Minecraft is really hard. Oh like, yeah. Like to someone who doesn't understand. And I think that's the problem with all these games, like describing something that is like these, these games at their best are very simple things that are easily repeatable to build on on themselves. Yeah. And so it's like trying to like Minecraft is an adventure game 
that takes place in a procedurally generated world where you can affect the environment. Like, yeah. how do you fucking describe Minecraft? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. No, yeah it's I'm sure you're mining things. It's literally, it's so simple and so complex at the same time that it is yeah. just, it, there is, it is unfathomable to try to describe to someone who has no concept right. of what Minecraft is. Well, I think that's how what, deep that game is. Yeah, well, it's that's like, uh, always why I think Minecraft hit the gold mine of that because it's that perfect, like, it has that, like, farming sim itch, but it has that, like, that system where it's like, do whatever you want. And it's easy and it's hard. Like, it's as yeah. easy as you want it to be. Or it can be as difficult as you want it to be. And you could decide whatever you want to do in that. Yeah. You can be yeah. eight or 80 and it's, you still, right, you're right. having the time of your life or you're not and you don't play it. And like, there's probably lots of people who don't like Minecraft. I don't know. One Minecraft th- was such a prominent thing in our childhood specifically. Oh, yeah. We came up when that game came out. And so it has a special place in my heart of just yeah. like representing this kind of genre and being a leader in that space. But yeah, one thing, these games are so, so interesting. Oh, yeah, they are. One thing to the last thing to talk about Slime Rancher before we end here is just kind of like I really enjoy the sound design in this game and not necessarily music, but just like we, I talked about kind of the satisfaction with the kind of gun that you have that sucks up slimes. The little sounds that they make every time you suck them up or every time you launch them, like I could be launching you to your death and you still just have this happy little squeal <laughs> every time I shoot you out of a cannon. And it's just like, yeah. and the music we had brought up a little bit before. If, if you've seen the show, how I met your mother, there's a certain song that they play. Uh, it's 500 miles by the proclaimers. No, I didn't know that off the top of my head. Yes. I absolutely looked it up. Um, but there's a scene where they're driving and he's like, oh, the, the the tape is stuck in his car radio and it's on repeat and they hate it. And they're like, oh, it's great. It's great in the beginning. And then they hate it. And then it comes around. And I feel like that <laughs> scene is how I feel about the Slime Rancher music where I'm like, okay, this is a bop. I'm here for it. And I jump back in and I was like, God, I it, it doesn't have enough of the background music to be background music where it's just like there and in my ears. And I'm just like, I hate this. And then I'll wake up one day and mm-hmm. be like, Oh yeah, like it's back again. Like okay, <laughs> I'm here. Like, it comes around. It hits again. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a lot of that. It's, it's a lot great. of back and forth. And I don't know if that's bad. Yeah. And I don't know if that's good. But that's it's something. <laughs> it's it's something. It's something. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I 100 percent agree. It definitely has that. Like, oh, yep. Still the same song. Yeah. Still the uh, three minute loop of the same song. Absolutely. Playing in the background. Yeah. Way too loud. Um. You know, we all have our we all have our rough batches. But I will say to the sound design thing, sound design is one of those things that you never think about until it's exceptionally good. Or really bad. And like or really bad. That's true. I, I don't know if I've ever experienced really bad sound design. Like maybe that I can't think of. But like you hear like a like a satisfying click of something. That's like yeah. this the slime rancher sounds. Like they just sound really nice. Yeah. And if it wasn't for the grading fucking background music like <laughs> be perfect but you're right it does it does yeah. have very interesting it also has an interesting sound design where it's just like oh, yeah that's not what i thought those were gonna sound like but yeah definitely. um do you have any final questions for me about slime rancher anything i didn't cover that you're interested in i'm gonna give my my final thoughts of slime rancher here in a second but is there like how did no, you we, feel we, about we, the spiky we, tabby slimes or how do you feel about carrots or uh, uh yeah my my question for for slime rancher is do you Sorry, I just muted myself. I was like, you totally cut out. I don't know if you did that on purpose. Is it? (laughs) The question I have for Slime Ranch. 
yeah uh anyway the question i have for you regarding slime rancher yeah is uh do you agree that it is uh on the top 100 games of all time list and be honest you don't you don't have to think it i just this has been a, a meme for so long that i need to know now that you've played it if you think Dude, it has there spot. there is a lot of games out there and great and you're giving me the it's not me it's you it's oh, not it's not you it's, it's me not break you, up conversation. it's me there's a lot of games out there and you know i i don't think this takes away from slime rancher but i don't think it's on the top 100 games list that being said i think out of out of slime out of slime rancher out of farming sims that i have experienced this is a good one and one that i will continue playing one that I want to continue playing. Astroneer. Jared's list of uh, <laughs> Jared's list of top 100 farming sims I've played. <laughs> slime Rancher makes the cut. Slime Rancher is number one. Know. Out of the top 100 Slime Ranchers, I mean Slime Ranchers, <laughs> farming sims that I've played. Slime Rancher is number one. What an illustrious list. Uh, Astroneer felt like I was pulling out. I mean, you were playing most of the time, but even watching you play, I was like, this is awful. I'm not having a good time. <laughs> I understand it, though. I there's aspects of that yeah. game that I did enjoy. The whole space exploration time travel thing, super cool. Getting to that, not super fun. With Slime Rancher, though, I think that if you're even, if there's even a semblance of interest in farming simulators, far farming sims, that both of these games you should check out if you haven't played either of them. Stardew Valley and Slime Rancher are definitely games that I would recommend if you have not tried them out. But Slime Rancher do, mm-hmm. does an interesting thing where it, if you have issues like I have with, with farming sims, if you can get over that initial hump, it is fun and you do get into the grind of it. And the grind is entertaining and fun. I think the world is interesting, uh, interestingly built and interesting aesthetically that I want to continue to explore and continue to find out new things about it. I understand that even if I haven't been listening to the audio logs or really reading any out of, of the dialogue, someone else has been here and I'm aware of that. And I'm curious if there's going to be any kind of a visual representation of other someone being here before me. And there may be and there may not be. But that mystery alone is enough for me to be like, hey, I kind of want to explore the rest of this world and and find out. Where is? Okay, see, there, there you go. See, there you go. Is anyone's on the fence out there who's like, I mean, if there is, there is. Yeah, exactly. You have to work for it, unfortunately, like everything in this game. That kind of thing and that kind of, th- those kind of mysteries are enough to be like, yeah, I want to explore this and I want to find out more about the world. They did a good yeah. job about building this. It looks beautiful and it's adorable. The, the mechanic of sucking up slimes and shooting them and the sounds they make are so, it has this weird... I get this weird happy feeling when I'm going around and sucking it. It just it just feels good to do. All those are interesting yeah. things to say back to back. But uh, it's it's fun. It it, it is fun to do. Yeah. Don't I like sucking up slimes. Don't, <laughs> don't do that. Um, I think once you get into the grind of things, that there is uh, enough there to give you kind of this positive reinforcement where you've got a lot of money and now you're unlocking things and the things you unlock are helping help will help mitigate some of the tasks that you were doing before you start off the thing and you're doing specific tasks and sometimes they're menial but look now you've progressed far enough where you don't have to do those tasks anymore you don't have to worry about those two things and you can focus your time and your resources on other aspects that'll help you further through the 
environment and help you explore the world more. And I think those things are satisfying enough to keep me want, keeping me want to play more. And I'm actually super excited to try out Slime Rancher 2 whenever it comes out. 2022, this year. So whenever that happens, I will check it out. But Slime Rancher gets oh. Jared's I'm going to play it more stamp of approval. Will I finish it in roll credits? Maybe stubborn. I'm too. St- I'll be stubborn enough to just push myself through it so I can see that credit screen. Who knows? I'm just that kind of person. But I I liked it, <laughs> and I will continue playing Slime Rancher. Awesome. And someone, well, thank you for uh, playing. Yeah, someone's someone is not doing so great. Uh, thank you for playing a game which is near and dear to my heart, which yeah. I've been talking about for five plus years. Uh, and I never get to do outros, and now I get to do an outro. So I hope you enjoyed. Away this exclusive anniversary edition yep uh you know special first edition number zero zero one even if there's other get wrecked podcasts that comes out this is the most important one because it's me and jared uh thank you for listening to us i hope you enjoyed hearing yeah yeah no we don't need him it's fine i've been waiting i've been waiting for a year to get you alone (laughs) Uh, but no in in all seriousness uh, i hope you enjoyed our uh our farming sim conversation of stardew valley and slime rancher um and it has been an absolute pleasure to do this podcast for the last year um and we are excited for for the year i know it is wild we're excited for the year to to come and hopefully much much more of these and much more of our main series yeah um just thank you out there to all of our listeners you can follow us on twitter on instagram on uh the tiktok yeah Uh, we got tiktok videos yeah you can see our faces yeah you can see our gorgeous mugs out there on the internet give us likes give us comments we are on good pods we are on all the platforms what you find podcasts for the most part unless you got some really obscure stuff and if we aren't there tweet at us and we will be there let us know we'll, we'll put a pod we will ship you a cd of our podcast <laughs> every week if that is how you'll listen to it we are out here i will i will stand on hollywood boulevard and hand out mixtapes of our podcast to people be like yo listen to this this is fire people um, handing out but, their mixtapes yes. on the street already weird people handing out their podcasts on the street <laughs> may be borderline insane yo dog you like farming sims i got something for you <laughs> anyway uh thank you all so much have a fantastic week afternoon day whatever it is you're listening to this next uh, and we love you all next week we will have the last get wreck episode of this month which is going to be between kai and ben and they're going to be talking about something fun and i'm not being ominous i just don't remember what they're playing so you guess you'll just have to find games baby Uh, we're playing indie games we're playing the last stop and he is playing through What Remains of Edith Finch, one of my favorite narratives in a game of all time, one of the most interesting uh, indie games I've ever played and a great Annapurna uh, establishment. Uh, and I have been enjoying The Last Stop up until this point. I hope to finish it soon and we can yep. uh, have that lovely conversation with the one, the only, Benji Boy. Uh, the mysterious ben- Benji Boy. Benji Boy. But that'll um, be yes. next week. So look forward to that along with our normal uh, play along podcast episode of a game that we'll be playing, which I don't know what that is. What am I even doing here? What, what, do, we, what do I do to this podcast? Nothing. I don't know anything. Okay. What, Guys, what our next main series game is? <laughs> is that what you're confused about? I just didn't don't know when that was going to happen. I know what our main, next main mm. series i just don't know if it'll be happening by the time this comes out but anyways if you know you know if you don't you don't we love you guys we will see you next time we see you and goodbye see how he, see how he stole our outro my outro he stole oh, it because he's Go still it. the host Go for it. i'm sorry i'm just no no it. no see you guys later bye, bye.
Oh, I forgot I have to stop it because I'm not. Ben's the one that usually does it, not 